0: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Live from Florida's capital city, this is Tallahassee's Morning Show with Preston Scott on 100.7 FM, WFLA, and iHeart Radio Station. 3, 1,
1: Here we go. 75 degrees outside, nine minutes past 8 a.m., program 3148, the morning show. Good morning. All guests appear on the Prime Meridian Bank Home Loan Hotline. No matter where, no matter how, we thank you for listening to WFLA this morning at Tallahassee's Talk Radio. Millennials, call me, 205 WFLA, 205-9352. I don't know what the technical age group is. I'm just going to say 35 on down. If you're 35 on down and you're single, I want I want you to call me right now, 205-WFLA, 205-9352. I will not take much of your time. You don't have to give me your real name if you don't want mom or dad to, to kind of get all nervous and upset. But I want to know why millennials are staying single longer. What's going on out there? Now, I've arranged for a special guest in about five minutes or so, but this comes as a result of a Gallup poll. Released uh, June 8th, just a couple days ago, percentage of Americans between 18 and 29 who report being single and not living with somebody rose from 52% to 64% over a 10-year span. That's a huge increase, nearly 25%, nearly a quarter that's a massive jump. The, show, the, the study also showed that more young men are single than young women. That suggests that young women are marrying older. Just saying. That's, that's one of the inferences here. Now, I've got all kinds of people via email, older folks, that are weighing in on why they think this is happening, but I would rather talk to millennials 205 WFLA, 205-9352. Tiffany, thanks for calling.
2: Good morning, Preston.
1: So um, why are millennials staying single longer?
2: I can't speak for everyone but for myself. It's because my standards are, are much higher than they were when I was in college and in my early 20s. And I look at it like I'm getting too old. i too got too many responsibilities to play the whole dating game. I'm at a point now where if you want to be with me, if you're interested in me as a as a spouse because I'm at that place, then you're going to court me, and we're going to go from there. It's not going to be this whole let's date and see what happens. I've already done that, been there, done that.
1: How old are you?
2: I am 31. I'll be 32 in September.
1: It's interesting because this study shows, Tiffany, that um, that that 30-somethings, are living together more that I take it based on your commentary would not be an option for you
2: no which is I mean in my 20s I probably would have done that I wasn't uh living my life with Christ as I should have um but I uh actually had an unplanned pregnancy and as a result I decided that I didn't want to be that example for my daughter and I know that she looks to me so my standards are much higher because I know that she's watching me, and she she's going to lay out her life plans in accordance with how I'm living my life in front of her.
1: So you don't want to be that do-as-I-say-not-as-I-do parent. Exactly. Tiffany, thanks for, for the phone call. I appreciate it. Um, I've had a lot of theories dropped my way. 205 WFLA, still got a couple minutes here if you're interested in weighing in on this. Um, one email says young people have witnessed the dysfunctional relationships of their parents. And thus are hesitant. I'm paraphrasing. There's also an increasing amount of narcissism. Narcissism. They just don't want to share the toys in the sandbox. I think there's truth to that as well. I think that there are. I think that more and more millennials are like, look, I have a career, or I have a set of goals, and a relationship just kind of muddies things. I, I don't want to muddy the the water. There's also the interesting angle of porn there there is growing evidence scientifically to suggest and I've alluded to it on this program multiple times that porn creates a fantasy relationship that quite honestly no one you're dating is going to live up to in your mind and it and it has the reverse effect porn creates impotency and more guys are like and, and I mean you just look at the numbers I mean the the sheer volume of porn online tells you the number of men that are really addicted to it which some psychologists say plays into more guys staying single cuz they just don't want the hassle that comes with a relationship this email just came in my guess in large numbers They're staying in their parents' home longer. But there's actually some clinical evidence to suggest that it has more to do with kids getting out of school, not finding a job, or finding a job that doesn't pay very well. And so they move back home or they live in very modest, humble environments because, quite frankly, they don't want to struggle. So they either go back to school or they wait until they get down their career path longer, further, so they can live more comfortably and quote afford to have a family. Hmm. I'm asking the question, why are millennials staying single longer? 815 on WFLA. Let's go to the Weather Channel Forecast Center. Terry Smith standing by with your WFLA forecast.
2: Thanks, Preston. Hey, outdoor plants today are gonna be tough. Tomorrow and Saturday, a better shot. Showers
1: and storms off and on today, 85. A few thunder showers tomorrow, ninety. I'm one hundred point seven FM WFLA's Terry Smith in the Weather Channel Forecast Center. Go to the Prime Meridian Bank Home Loan Hotline. I told you I was bringing a special guest in on this, and that guest is my son, my oldest son, Jameson. How are you, sir?
3: Good morning, pops, and good morning, Radio Lens. <laughs> You've been listening to this. Uh, are you
1: buying any of the ideas or arguments being made by uh, either our caller Tiffany or by uh, some of the emails?
3: um I totally agree um with a with a bunch of bunch of with a bunch of points made um with, uh, with the percentage of you know kids seeing their parents not make it through their marriage and all the the divorce numbers being so high I think kids are scared and they're hesitant um I, you, you asked me yesterday about coming on the show, and you're like, you hey, know, why is everybody your age single? And I kind of thought about it, and all my friends are kind of getting married. I'm the only <laughs> one who's single, so I was like, all yeah, right. So this is kind of important to me. So why am I single? Huh? Yeah, why are you? Um, um in my instance, um, I'm actually kind of talking to somebody right now, so I'm kind of slowly getting out of the single area. But um, my my instance, I'm just on the road so much, and – um. I, I just don't want to do that to somebody. You know, if I'm gonna be with somebody, I wanna be with somebody. But you, uh, but I'm you on the all, traveling so much.
1: But you also it's, said something yesterday that I thought was fascinating and the more I thought about it, I think it has a lot of merit. And you talked about the influence of social media.
3: Oh yeah. Um social media I think is uh is is a plus and bonus for a lot of people. Facebook exposes a lot of weak relationships but also sh- shows you the strong ones. Um, With social media, you have so much easy access to normal people who aren't necessarily celebrities. And you see so many different people so quickly, it makes you kind of forget about your significant other when you have so many other choices in front of you. It's like a kid in a toy store, really. Um, You just kind of get everything and every kind of flavor and it's just right there in front of your eyes, so accessible. Um, it's uh, it's it's tough. I mean, you got Instagram with thousands of people and uh, with all these little silly challenges, a Kylie Jenner challenge, and everybody's trying to do the next popular thing. It's like, why not do a challenge of, you know, get married and stay faithful challenge? You know, I bet you, I bet you see if that could go viral for a bit. Um,
1: Jameson, and for those of you just joining me, Jameson is uh, my son, Jameson Scott. He's my oldest. He's uh, he's 30. Sorry, bud. Um,
3: Whoa, you didn't have to put that out there.
1: Yeah, well, I just <laughs> did. Um, Jameson. And I are talking about why millennials are staying single, and I'm I'm asking him very pointedly about why he's single. And we're talking now about the influence of social media. There's another side that that I, I'm guessing plays a role in social media, and that is that for a lot of people, both men and women, they they'll they'll look up someone that that they might be interested in, maybe a little bit sort of, and then they see what they're posting on social media, and they're like, "Whoa, no way, I'm not
3: going there." Exactly, exactly. And that's the the thing. I I personally enjoy social media because a lot of people don't think when they're using it. It's natural posts. They're quick to get out their thoughts and everything. And so I think it exposes people fairly quickly. So you you learn about a lot of people real quick. Uh, In my social media, I like to project positivity, um, influence people in a a good way. If I have a voice, I want it to be heard in a positive way. Um, I, I, I constantly reinforce people to post, you know, positive things, uplifting things. There's just so many, so many things that people are so quick to post that are promoting stupidity and and adultery. Really, I mean, you, you just you find so many excuse the young term, but ratchet things on the internet, and that's just where the world is. The, the times have changed so much, um, the morals. And values of kids have, have totally decreased and dropped, and I think that's that's a lot of the reason why people are staying single. A, they can't be faithful in a relationship, so the relationship doesn't work. And B, they're just too scared to get in one, and they're probably not not uh not in the right mind frame or um, social and um, financial you know, status to be in a relationship.
1: Well, I was going to ask you real quickly, last thing, Jameson, and I, and and I got to go, but
3: I'm oh, fine. I, whatever, dad, you know, whatever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a gal who writes for Forbes magazine who covers markets, millennials, money said the big equation factor here is is that last one you talked on money and that uh, a lot of people just don't feel settled enough financially to, to go down that path yet. Are you in that category? Do you want to wait until there's more financial stability in your life before you make that commitment?
3: Uh, Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, (laughs) let's let's kind of break it down. Um, If I'm going to buy a dog, I want to be able to feed that dog. I want to be able to take care of that dog. If I can't at this moment to the fullest max, there's no chance I'm going to start a family, you know? Uh, If I'm going to start a family, I want to be able to protect and take care of that family to the fullest. Because um, that's the most important thing in my life. Um, so it's it's definitely a, a financial thing that that I, I think comes into play for a lot of for a lot of kids. Um, but I just think it's 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 a confidence thing as well. Just just waiting for the for the right for the right moment, right person, okay, um, right situation. Because I think if it's the right thing, money and status and all that has nothing to do with it. It's it's all in all in the heart and. You know, to get cheesy, it's all about love.
0: <laughs> oh, boy.
1: Oh, boy. You're a softie. Yeah. You're a softie. Where'd yeah. you get that from? Hey, I don't know. Some guy. Hey, buddy. Guy thanks. You redeemed yourself. <laughs> yeah. I talked yeah, I, talk, I talked about that earlier, that, that the last time it was a little bit of a whiff.
3: But <laughs> yeah. but you did good thanks today. For let, thanks for letting me come on, Dad. I appreciate it. I love mm-hmm. you
1: so much. Love you, too, buddy. Talk to you later. All right, have a good one,
3: Radio Land. Bye-bye.
1: All right. There you go. That's my oldest. You can tell he's a real shrinking violet. Uh, that's uh, that's Jamison Scott, and uh, yes, he was uh, he's he's done modeling, still does some, and and uh, travels a good bit around the country doing what he does. But um, getting email here coming in, single male Tallahassee dating pool isn't the greatest here. I work and uh, work hard. I have a two-year-old daughter. I have much higher standards than I did in my twenties. That being said, I know what I want. I won't settle for anything less. My happiness has to mesh with somebody. Uh, That will be a positive female role model for my daughter. I guess I'm picky. Chris, you stay picky, buddy. 23 minutes past 8 a.m. That was interesting. Morning show here on 100.7 FM WFLA.
0: We are the station that's got people talking. It almost seems common sense, but you know, alas, common sense isn't so common these days. 100.7 FM, unbelievable WFLA. If it was Hillary Clinton, Jeb Bush, do you believe a third party could win? He said, "Oh, absolutely." Glenn Beck at nine oh six this morning on 100.7 FM WFLA, Tallahassee's talk radio. <laughs>
1: Oh, man. During an argument over infidelity, ironically, given our topic in the last half hour, Florida woman threw a hamburger at her boyfriend, striking him in the eye. And so uh, Rakia Moore is in jail for throwing a hamburger at her boyfriend. And she said, well, it might have hit him. <laughs> You can't show yourself with your buddies if you press charges because your woman threw a hamburger Oh, yeah, in, a, lot right? of, a lot of
3: jokes could be there. Oh, of course, it's
1: from Florida too you. And, uh, and then there's a story of another Florida man, Daniel uh, Plunkett, arrested for simple battery, got into a fight with his roommate and hit her with a slice of pizza. Now, there's no evidence he hit her. In fact, he says, no, she threw the pizza, as proven by the fact that he's covered in red sauce. She didn't have any evidence of it, but yet he ended up going to jail.
3: What was
1: wasted food? That's my biggest concern. Wasted food, but definitely new definition of food fight. Yeah, Yes, sir. Country Music Awards last night. The video awards, I should say. Country Music Television Music Video Awards. Kenny Chesney getting the crowd to sing along, Florida Georgia line partying through the night. Most awards for the night went to Carrie Underwood. You better believe it, showing off why she got all the prizes. Welcome to the CMT Music Awards
2: live from Nashville, Tennessee. Lady Annabelle. Woo.
3: If you try me a bone Love you baby like a wrecking ball Florida Georgia the line <laughs>
2: the world but i definitely have the best of the best of the best so thank you guys so much
1: carrie underwood what a voice to think american idol goes away after next season and you have carrie underwood because you had american idol i don't know
0: judy was boring hello then judy discovered jumbacasino.com
2: it's my little escape
0: now judy's the life of the party
2: oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon
0: whoa Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Ch-ch-chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Ah, the void and talent is gonna going to come back. She's amazing. She's really, she's got a thunderous throat. Anyway, there you go. There, there's a. That was the way to do it. Instead of watching that whole stinking show, boom, sixty seconds done. Right here on the morning show with Preston Scott. News is next. Tallahassee's talk radio, one hundred point seven FM, WFLA. It is eight thirty.
0: Now on the iHeart Radio app. The Morning Show at Preston Scott on demand. The most talked-about stories in Tallahassee and across America with limited commercial interruption. Yay! Download the free iHeartRadio app today to your smartphone or tablet from the App Store and search for Preston Scott to listen on demand.
1: Eight thirty-eight. Good morning, everybody. June eleventh on the Morning Show. <clears throat> Excuse me. 11 days away from my birthday. Just saying. Hey, no pressure. I... I, No. No, it's not... It's not for the purposes of anybody bringing me some chocolate chip cookies or donuts or anything. No, no, no. No, I don't need that. I'm working on shedding some pounds. I've just... I've reached a point of complete frustration with myself. (laughs) I... I am so... Impacted by the things that go on around me with my family that if i'm needed in somebody else's life for a season that's that's it you know what i you know i'm not trying to make myself sound selfless here i try to be but man my physical you know fitness level just takes it in the shorts when i'm when i'm trying to help out some some family members i'm just not very disciplined and so if i don't have my kind of routine where i can do this workout every day and it doesn't have to be at the same time but where i've got time to just kind of exhale and breathe and do it i'm just i'm not i'm not disciplined enough and th- and that goes back to my days as an athlete in school i mean i was a very good athlete but I was hardly ever in shape until the season got a quarter of the way going. Just not disciplined. I find it amazing that I have a job that requires so much discipline when I'm basically just not wired that way in so many areas of my life. Anyway, I'm just saying it's my birthday coming up in 11 days. Just, in you know, John Dillinger, Pete Maravich, Preston Scott, just... Oh, by the way, the text word for the Father's Day thing is still coming up. I got, I got all kinds of time. I don't have to do it now. I can do whatever I want as long as it's before nine o'clock. So you'll be listening. Your chance to text in twentieth texter, and standard data and message rates apply here on WFLA. All right, the uh, big story in the press box: confessions from Baltimore police. What's behind the number? The number forty-two people killed in Baltimore in the month of May. Reports that police officers have intentionally just said nope. Others say no. It's a it's a work slowdown. That uh, that it's they're they're just intentionally making a point. Well, actually, police officers sort of say that it might be a combination of things. Quoting two that interviewed with CNN. With, uh, you know, kind of one of those undercover, you know, shadow box, voice disguise things. The criminal element feels as though we're not going to run the risk of chasing them if they are armed with a gun. Quoting, continuing the quote, and they're using this opportunity to settle old beefs or scores with people they have a conflict with. I think the public really, really sees that they asked for a softer, less aggressive police department, and we have given them that. And now they are realizing That their way of thinking does not work. Two active Baltimore police officers said, in essence, we are not going to run the risk of getting fired or sued or in trouble. And so on nine out of ten occasions when we think that there's probable cause, we're not going there. We're just driving right along. If we see someone pull a gun and aim it at somebody, I'm paraphrasing, okay, we'll take action. If we think, if we have reasonable suspicion, we're not going there. We're not going to get into a chase. We're not going to get into a situation where we can get hung up by our our handcuffs and compromised because we did our job. And and look at what's happening in Texas right now. You've got a police officer who, who now says, I'm sorry. His attorney's saying the dude just came from two suicide calls trying to talk people out of their actions and then answer to this call with a bunch of knuckleheads running around and this cop has now gotten to the place where he's like, I- I- I'm sorry. And I don't think he has anything to apologize for. I really don't. Have you looked at the seven-minute long video yet? I, I, th- I think it's imperative if before any one of you forms an opinion on this, look at the whole video. I don't, honest and truly, I don't care that he had two prior calls involving suicides. I really don't. Because I don't think he did anything egregious. He didn't do anything that he should even be arrested for. And people are calling for his job. Why? Because he wrestled some loud mouth, foul mouth, talking back little girl to the ground who would not comply with orders to leave the scene. And he said, fine. And and, and she resisted? And because he pulled a gun when he was dealing with that young lady and two males charged him from the side, he didn't know whether they were going to hit him on the head, pull a gun, jump him. They had no idea. So he pulled a gun. He did not fire. He did not draw down. He pulled a gun. Some of you were saying, you don't pull a gun unless you're going to use it. Okay. Would you rather have him used it? I think this guy showed great restraint. But let's combine these stories. Baltimore, Texas, Ferguson, Missouri. You've got now two cops that have lost their jobs. I don't think they should have. You've got a you've got another cop in South Carolina. He's being prosecuted. He should be. I mean, let's just step back. But what you're creating now is you're creating a moment of pause in the minds of people that you have asked to do a job that you don't want do to do yourself. I am not comfortable with this. I am not comfortable in the direction that we are pushing law enforcement. They have to make split-second decisions. I, I'm still remembering the story of two activists that went through a course of what these police officers have to go through. They went through a course where they had simulations, and they came out of it going, uh, yeah, that was not easy. One guy saying, I shot a guy nine times before I knew whether he really had a knife or not. He did. In these simulations. You can't possibly know what they're going through. And now you're creating pause at a time when they, they see, they're professional law law officers. They know that if they pause, they're dead. So you know what they're doing? They're not putting themselves in the position to pause. They're just not only if they see the crime happening. Well, how often does that happen? We've created a mess. Why? Political correctness. That's why. And that's why it's the big story in the press box here on the morning show, 8:45. Let's go to the weather channel forecast center. Terry Smith with your WFLA forecast. Good morning, Terry.
2: Thanks, Preston. Hey, outdoor plans today are going to be tough. Tomorrow and Saturday, a better shot. Showers and storms off and on today, 85. A few
1: thunder showers tomorrow, 90. I'm 100.7 FM WFLA's Terry Smith in the Weather Channel Forecast Center. All right, let's give you your key word. You've waited. You've been patient. You want to qualify dad to be the father of the year, the dad of the year here on WFLA? We've got room for two more qualifiers, five qualifiers. That's it. All right, so text the word wisdom. Dear old dad offers a lot of wisdom. Wisdom. Text the word to 64895. Standard data, message rates apply. 64895. Texter number 20 will be the qualifier. So good luck from 100.7 FM. WFLA. If I were to ask you, who, what, which athlete makes more money than any other athlete in the year 2015, entering 2015, who would that athlete be? Who who would be number one on that list? You would be right if you said Floyd Mayweather. That $100 million check he got, that's right, on that on the night of the fight. Entering 2015, $420 million. He's got another $100 million, and that's going to grow. Right behind him? Pacquiao, I guess. Yep, Manny yeah. Pacquiao. Yeah. Manny Pacquiao. By the way, um, Mayweather has limited endorsement deals. Some athletes make more on endorsements than they do in their earnings on their, on their sport. Um, Mayweather's three hundred million dollar year shatters the record for athlete earnings previously held by Tiger Woods. Banked one hundred and fifteen million in uh, two thousand eight. That would be one hundred and twenty five million in today's dollars. Can you imagine? We're doing adjustments for inflation, just going back to two thousand eight. But um, but Mayweather has uh, has has some endorsement deals with uh, Hublot, FanDuel, Burger King, and uh, and of course Pacquiao did well. Um, the list, though, is off. For example, I looked at Aaron Rodgers, and they had Aaron Rodgers' salary listed at $11 million, and I know he's paid in excess of 20 this year alone. So I was a little offended, quite frankly, for my Green Bay Packers quarterback. But um, the 100 highest-paid athletes made a uh, combined $3.2 billion over the last 12 months. That's 17% up. The entry point jumped to 18.8 million dollars from 17.3, the last spot grabbed by James Harden, guard of the Houston Rockets. Top 100 uh, athletes from 10 different sports, baseball the most prevalent, 27 major league baseball players making the cut. Bet you didn't think that. And they're least likely to get injured. See, that's why that's why people that have a choice in sports will oftentimes go baseball. Now your odds of making the big leagues, I think are are slimmer. If you're a great baseball player in college versus a great football player in college, I think your odds are better in football of making it. But duration-wise, there's no comparison. Baseball's the sport. Let's see here. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, number three in the world with uh, with money, earns seventy nine point six million and um, and of course, number four would be uh, Lionel Messi. So you got two boxers at one and two, two soccer players at three and four. Who ranks number five?
3: Mm, let's see. so we're, we're at about 80 million. I don't know uh't know if, and if the, any the NFL number NFL is
1: 67 million. yeah, I don't know. with fifty eight of it coming from sponsors. Uh, 58 of the 67 million coming from sponsors. I guess would it be Tiger then? It would be Roger Federer. Ah, uh, really? Yes, Look sir. Look at
3: that boxing. Soccer, Roger and Federer.
1: Tennis. He's got endorsement deals with Nike, Rolex, uh, Mercedes Benz, and uh, and then Sunrise, the largest private telecommunications provider in Switzerland. LeBron James is number six. He's the top ranking NBA player. How about that? I guess Michael Jordan doesn't qualify because he's not an active athlete. I don't know, because his empire is amazing. 51 minutes past 8 a.m. here on The Morning Show. Good to be with you this morning. Thanks so much for joining us.
0: If you like feeding your brain with intelligent talk about stuff that matters, then you're in the right place.
3: I am so glad you
0: have part of this out. 100.7 FM WFLA.
1: Tomorrow on the program at 7.08, Scott Benstermaker will join me. Supreme Court could rule any time on Obamacare. We'll talk about the what-ifs. Court rules this way or that way. What's going to happen to your health insurance or the likelihood of finding any? Talk to an expert certified in Obamacare tomorrow on The Morning Show. What's to be Friday tomorrow as well? Well, he was, um, he was in. Think about this resume. Lord of the Rings trilogy. James Bond film, Man with the Golden Gun. Famous all the way back to the 1940s in horror films like Count Dracula and the Curse of Frankenstein. But amazingly, with those credentials, what really made him a star was Star Wars Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith.
0: It is obvious that this contest cannot be decided by our knowledge of the Force by our skills with a lightsaber.
1: Actor Christopher Lee has died at the age of 93, and that is our soundbite of the day. (laughs) Time for the Morning Show 180. Look back at the program in 180 seconds or less. Dinosaurs? Yeah, they found in, in fossil remains that have been unearthed for better than 100 years. They found blood and soft tissue, even collagen.
0: Uh-oh. Could we
1: be seeing? No, nah, I won't go there. By the way, I know about the movie Jurassic Park, the new one, but I'm not telling. You just decide for yourselves what you're going to do, but I know whether it's good or not. Mm-hmm. County Commission trying to deal with uh income disparity in town okay you guys let me know when you want to solve it big story in the press box in all three hours baltimore confessions Mm-mm-mm. what's really going on with police we talked to joe gomez in the second hour on the manhunt in new york mm, he thinks they might be closer they might have a lead Talked about a principal in Miami fired over what happened in McKinney, Texas. Sad. Dr. David Hartz joined us, pointing to ways to help your thyroid. Thyroid affects a lot of things in your health. Then we talked about millennials in the third hour, why they're staying single. Interesting interview with my son, who's staying single, by the way. By the way, the big story out there, sad news. Apparently, uh, Jimbo Fisher and his wife, Candy Fisher, are separated and likely getting divorced. Oh boy. Sad, sad, sad. Tomorrow, the Friday edition of The Morning Show. Thanks for listening. Have yourself a great day. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
0: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry.